Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your hosting guide, Judge Maria and Saroma. October is the second and final Earth month in this water year that has opened a new age in human evolution with mind-blowing challenges and changes. As foretold, our former ways of having, doing, and thinking are simultaneously collapsing at breakneck speed, pushing all of us into overwhelming fear for the future. We must not stay down there, folks. We can learn to cooperate, collaborate in the present to build a loving future. Join me as I provide my homegrown alchemy for transforming, surviving into growing. But first, just a reminder, when I am broadcasting live, you can listen through this phone number, area code 563-999-3089. I will upload a video of the broadcast, hopefully by Tuesday, to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. And you can ask questions or share comments on my Facebook page, which is Wisdom Walk Radio, my first Facebook group, which you're welcome to join, Wisdom Walk Community, my website, www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com, and, of course, if you're watching this as a YouTube, in the comment section below. Right now, I ask and invite you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our souls and discover the true treasure of being human. Now, as always, I like to begin my programs by taking a moment to think about and call upon our ancestors. Yes, definitely for the times we are in, these overwhelming times, of so much change. We need all the help we can get, physical and non-physical. So please think about those who have gone on to the land of the ancestors, to the other world, and call upon them, call out their names, because they're just waiting around for you to say, hey, I could use some help right now. Please come and help me. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your blessing and your mercy in our lives and for yet another opportunity to open ourselves up to your greater will. Mm. Creator, in these unprecedented times of so much change, so much craziness, we need all the help we can get. So we are grateful to you for giving us access to your emissaries, the ancestors. And I say, Ancestors, 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 we are calling out to you because we are going through such hard times and we need your help, your wisdom, your guidance, and your love. You who can see in all directions at once, you for whom problems here are not problems there, please come, be with us, be before us, behind us, above us, below us, within us, around us. Help us to choose love over fear in every situation. Help us to realize that we are being asked to grow beyond our wildest imagination 
into evolved humans and that we can keep our hearts and minds and our spirits open to learn what that is about. We don't have to make it up. So again, ancestors, 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 we are so grateful for you and we need you and we thank you. And creator, as always, I ask and thank you for the blessing of the ancestors in the name of all that is holy. I say amen. And so it is. So as those of you know that have been watching me on a regular basis, I have placed my astrological insights into a separate video, and I will be getting one out to you probably Monday, maybe even Tuesday, um, as we do have a new moon coming up this week, but I'll do a separate video on YouTube for that. But I will continue, as I'm going to now, to continue to broadcast the elemental wisdom to you. And this week, because Friday was October 1st, we have sailed into a water week in this Earth Month. Yeah. And here is the opportunity. Release what can no longer support you on your journey. And that may be something material, but it may be something, you know, intellectual, emotional, psychological, yeah, go into those realms in terms of this level of releasing. Call upon the power of love and the element of water to enable you to peacefully and gently bid farewell to the people, places, or things that once sustained you. Express gratitude for these were essential contributors you received to your healing and growth. But now you've outgrown their energy. And it's time to make room for the new energy that is about to show up for you. Embrace vulnerability. Embrace the unknown. Say yes. And as always, whenever we have an opportunity, there will be distractions. So here are some distractions to be on the lookout for this week so that you don't allow them to inhibit your ability to release what can no longer serve you. First, the fear of loss, of course. And, of course, that's a very natural human response to, you know, uh, change that can go on. But the fear of it can really keep us from taking the necessary risk to move forward. Second, the fear of the unknown. Yeah, you know, we have been very, very um, conditioned to believe that we're supposed to have a plan that works. Yeah. And as Ayanna Van Zant says, you want to make God laugh? Show him her your plan. Exactly. So we do have to adopt a more evolved consciousness, which is, yeah, I can set out my intentions. I can lay out my vision board, but I have to surrender all of that to learning what is the true, authentic, aligned uh, journey that I need to make or what I need to have. So again, being able to muster up our courage to be okay with the not knowing. Next, needing to know or explain outcomes that have yet to be lived. Yeah, I love this one because we all want to do that. We want to make it up, make up that ending, make up that conclusion. But as Gandalf says in Lord of the Rings, even the wisest don't know the outcomes. So it is best to, yeah, have your dreams, have your wishes and hopes, but don't be afraid to allow the universe to go beyond what you could have possibly imagined. And last but not least, holding on out of false obligation, 
and false guilt. Yeah. A lot of times we want to move forward, but we come up with these excuses. And, it, you know, we, we had, maybe at one time it was a, a legitimate obligation, but things don't stay the same. And as we're moving and shifting, something that we thought we had to do, maybe somebody else is supposed to do that. Yeah. So that's some of the letting go. Share your responsibility. Share your burden or share the expectation that you placed on yourself. And if you're being called to something more, Go with it, move with it, because that can benefit um, the people in your life in ways that you can't imagine. Now, this coming Friday on the 8th, we'll be moving into a nature week, time to courageously welcome change. And, of course, I'll share more about that in the next broadcast and video. Reminder, on Friday, October 22nd, it will be our monthly Earth Day. And again, I came across this article that talked about the real shift consumers need to make is more than just avoiding plastic. We need to evaluate our behavior and move away from unnecessary consumption. Yeah. And living a throwaway lifestyle. This is not easy to do because so much of our modern convenience and our ability to do things very quickly is because we overconsume and because we throw things away. So um, I love, love, love this message about let's really think about how we're spending our money, what we're consuming, how we're consuming it, the frequency of it, and come up with some alternatives. Um, You know, the level of consumption that we do has never been done on a planet before, and people were alive and happy. So let's, let's open up to learning alternative ways to have our needs met so that, as I tell you, we can really come together and make a difference in how we are treating this planet. Um, Again, please go to the earthday.org website where you will find out more information about sustainability and the problem with plastic as well as simple acts of green, more information about the climate change, there's a big um, climate change conference, world conference that's coming up shortly. And as always, together we can make this planet habitable for the seventh generation that comes after us. Shay. So here's what I want to talk with you about tonight. Here's my overview. I'm going to talk about the meaning of alchemy for transforming trouble. And then I'm going to specifically talk about transforming surviving into growing. And, of course, I'm going to share with you a PGO, a personal growth opportunity. My quotes for tonight come from two very interesting and wonderful people. Uh, The first is Maya Angelou. And the second is Dr. Charles Stanley a pastor emeritus of the First Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Very interesting man. Um, So first, Maya says, most people don't grow up. Most people age. They find parking spaces, honor their credit cards, get married, have children, and call that maturity. What that is, is aging. And this is from a letter to her daughter. And then Dr. Stanley says, adversity is not simply a tool. It is God's most effective tool for the advancement 
of our spiritual lives. The circumstances and events that we see as setbacks are oftentimes the very things that launch us into periods of intense spiritual growth. Once we begin to understand this and accept it as a spiritual fact of life, adversity becomes easier to bear. Yes. So alchemy, alchemy. Let me share with you some definitions that I looked up, and then I'll share with you the one that I'm using for what I'm going to be talking about all month. So most people will read the word alchemy, especially from the book The Alchemist, which so many people have read. It's really classic and wonderful. Um, in the dictionary uh, that I looked up, I got first that alchemy is a form of speculative thought that, among other aims, tried to transform base metals such as lead or copper into silver or gold and to discover a cure for disease and a way of extending life. The Greeks, the Chinese, and Indians from India usually refer to what Westerners call alchemy as the art or by terms denoting change or transmutation. Yes, yes, yes. And alchemy truly was the forerunner to what we call chemistry. And even Sir Isaac Newton, the great Sir Isaac Newton, the one that, you know, discovered the, the force of gravity, he was an alchemist. He was doing the work. And what's interesting about alchemy, too, it wasn't just about being there in the lab as they're watching this transmutation of material. It really was about a philosophy, a way of being, a way of doing, a way of thinking. Um, so it was a, a very, it had a very deep spiritual context to it. And that's the thing that people don't realize, that the sciences really come out of men who had a very strong spiritual intelligence. Yeah, really cool. Um, the next one I found, which I thought was really beautiful and gets more into what my meaning of it is, it says, alchemy is defined as the process of taking something ordinary and turning it into something extraordinary, sometimes in a way that cannot be explained. An example of using alchemy is a person who takes a pile of scrap metal and turns it into beautiful art. Yes, yes, yes. So here's my meaning of alchemy for transforming trouble. It's a spiritual meaning. I see alchemy as a spiritual technology, changing the frequency of thought, altering the harmonics of matter, and applying the energy of love to create a desired result. Yes, yes, yes. Very fun. So let's look at this transforming, surviving into growing. Because what we are going through right now on this planet, because of COVID, uh, this global pandemic that is an airborne disease, one of the toughest ones to deal with, uh, Dr. Fauci called it, I can remember last year, a perfect transmitter, a perfect transmitter. And so um, it's very, very challenging. And it has brought so much change to our daily lives, to how we're working, how we're eating. Um, you know, there's a big thing going on right now, more consciousness about the impact on, um, you know, the, the, the food chain, the food supply, 
you know, goods and materials, supplies, especially things coming across the waters or in the air, uh, you know, there really is uh, impact that is going on now as a result of COVID that we're starting to really have to look at, really have to accept. Um, And so this has really brought so much overwhelming fear to all of us. I don't know any person on the planet right now who isn't feeling overwhelmed by the existence of this health challenge, a global health challenge. So it's very easy for us to fall into what I call survival mode. Now, let's think about the Titanic as an analogy for what is happening as a result of COVID. And, you know, it can also be any negative surprise or shock or new or different experience that we are given to deal with, right? Yeah. And I like the analogy of the Titanic because, you know, it was a ship made by humans. And uh, I think it was the architect of it who said, even God cannot sink this ship. So there was a huge level of arrogance about what had been achieved. And this was its maiden voyage, right? And the Titanic had, you know, uh, just the most modern of things, and it was all beautifully decorated and all this elegance. You know, it it was just, like, so wonderful. How could this sink? Well, it hit an iceberg. And it's a beautiful analogy how we in our lives can do all the right things, put everything together, follow all the rules, follow the formula for success, for, you know, happiness and joy, you know, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. And then we hit an iceberg in our life, yeah. That can come in the form of so many different traumas and shocks, loss of a job, loss of a home. I mean, everybody who has been directly impacted by the storms that have been going on, not just here in the United States, but around the world. There's a cyclone I heard about in the Sea of Oman, which is over in Northern Africa, Um, you know, the flooding that's going on and people losing homes, you know, this is, this is like being on the Titanic. And so I looked up um, quickly about the trauma in the brain, signs you might be in survival mode. And uh, it gave an emphasis to the fact that during times of crisis, chaos, or traumatic experiences, that we do enter the survival mode and process in our brain where our frontal cortex, that part of our brain that's able to be, you know, deciding, making decisions, comparing things, doing critical analysis, well, it kind of gets shut down. And our survival brain, that limbic part of our brain, the reptilian brain, it begins to take over because it's, look, we ain't got no time to be trying to figure and analyze anything that we need to survive. So it goes on code red. And, you know, this survival brain, it will do that reaction even when the threat may not be as bad as it's perceived, okay, because it it doesn't distinguish. But the survival brain really reacts impulsively to maintain its status quo to maintain our self-preservation. And although it's trying to keep us alive, it can make everything feel much more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a switch that gets 
kicked on. And as I said, it doesn't have to be just in regards to something as extreme as, you know, the, the cyclone or, or the, the hurricanes um, or the flooding. It can be a situation in your life, something unexpected, surprising, unwanted that shows up in your life, something somebody says to you or does to you, or something, again, that happens, this will trigger you into survival mode. And the most important thing, I believe, for what I want to talk to you about in regards to survival mode that you want to look out for, because it will lock you into considering only you. Yeah, like every man, the sink is shipping, the sink is, the ship is sinking, every man for himself, you know. And you see that in um, the Titanic where, you know, the anti-hero, um, he's ready to get on a ship and leave her behind, you know. And then his pride and arrogance takes over and he's like, no, let me try to, let me try to save her, you know, kind of thing. And then the hero, he never for a minute doubts that he's got to do everything to try to save both of them. He includes her, right? The anti-hero is like, no, I'm, I've, I've, got, I've got to get this on for myself. So it's really easy for our brains to do that. We just block out everybody else, and we make it all and only about us. We can easily move into a victim consciousness and feel justified, feel justified to either not consider that others are also in trouble or we'll look for who to blame. Yeah, we can go right into that. Now, neither of these reactions will get you off of your Titanic. No, not going to get you off, not at all. So here's the spiritual alchemy process. Three steps, three steps I want you to be aware of. The first step, raise the frequency level of your thoughts. In other words, say no to being a victim and yes, to being a victor in the circumstance. Because if you say yes to being a victim, you're going down with the ship. You're going down with your Titanic. But if you say you want to survive, then you're going to be like Jack, figuring it out. Like, okay, we got to go to the end of the ship, and yeah, I'll get her up on this float so she doesn't freeze to death, you know. And I mean, he sacrifices his life. But he was really in victor mode. Like, he's like, I, we can figure this out. We can figure this out. So he raised the frequency of his thoughts. So instead of staying on the Titanic in the survival mode, you get into a life raft by shift your perspective to, oh, my God, the universe is calling me to grow up. Think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. That any situation where you can go into survival mode, that puts you into survival mode, and that's going to be your first reaction because we're human. That reptilian brain is going to go on, go, it's going to take over. It's automatic. But you have a choice. You don't have to stay in that. And to shift out of that, you can think about, okay, I'm in a new situation. I'm in a different situation, something I've never dealt with before. Oh, I've got an opportunity here to grow myself, to grow up into how do I deal with this situation. Yeah. And that notion of growing is so generative, meaning it opens things up to get to a new thought, another thought, another thought. The survival mode, the victim mode, it shuts things down. So if I think I'm in survival mode, I'm going to be shut down. If I think I'm growing and I'm being called to grow up, 
that opens things up. Yeah, that's increasing and lifting up the frequency of your thoughts. Very, very essential to do. Second step, you have to get your physical and emotional body back into balance. Yeah, because any kind of negative, traumatic, surprising, shocking, unwanted experience is going to right away put you out of balance. So what this step is saying is get yourself grounded in the present, transcend the past, and trust the future. Don't try to figure it out. Just trust that it's going to be better than where I'm at right now. See, that's the victor consciousness. Right now, it is bad. It is really bad, but it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Yeah, that's the faith piece too. So this can be done, getting yourself into balance physically, emotionally, simply by getting still and quiet, by focusing on slowing down your breathing to lower your heart rate and blood pressure, which automatically clears and opens your mind up to receive new information, to receive solutions to the problem. And also, you know, going outside for a walk, connecting to nature, getting into a body of water, they're also good methods for getting back into balance. But it's important to remember this step because this is not just an intellectual exercise, okay? To move ourselves from surviving into growing up, we have to do it in a more holistic way, right? So you've got to get yourself balanced. And then the third step, which I love, 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 this is where you consciously choose love over fear, something I preach about all the time. And what does this mean? This means connecting with your greater order and direction to accept stretched and grown. Instead of being in resistance to it, see, you're going to accept it, and you're going to go high, high in your consciousness. So this is to set a clear intention to release, let go of whatever can no longer serve you. Express gratitude for what is coming and ask your ancestors, spirit guides, loving entities to bring you clarity for your growth process. Yes. So step one, raise the frequency level of your thoughts. Say no to being a victim, yes to being a victor. Step two, get your physical and emotional body back into balance. Get yourself grounded in the present, transcend the past, and trust the future. And then last but not least, consciously choose love over fear by connecting with your greater order and direction to accept that you are being stretched and grown, not destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So personal growth and healing opportunity for you this week. Number one, I want you to contemplate where and or how you are currently in survival mode. And I know for me, it kind of moves in and out. It kind of swings back and forth. So some days I'm good. I'm like, yeah, I got it. I'm on purpose. You know, I'm the victor. You know, I'm, I'm staying in balance. But then there are some days it just all goes to hell in a handbasket. It's not good. My body's not in balance. I'm not feeling good about myself. I'm thinking more about, oh, this bad thing is happening. This bad thing is happening, you know. Um, so I'm in the fear. 
Uh, and then, you know, I'll waddle in there for a little bit, but it doesn't feel good. So that's what helps me say, okay, I need to practice my spiritual alchemy. I need to transform and transmute this energy so that I stay in the positive that I'm trusting in the future, not letting what I believe is happening to destroy me be the truth because it doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be. So, yeah. Next, I want you to apply those three steps that I talked about for spiritual alchemy to your specific situation, okay? So you go through the steps, and I will post them in the um, description of this YouTube video, and I will put it on my, my Facebook page. Um, so after you've done that, you do that application, you take your time with it. Next, you're going to stay awake and aware to all that shows up to support you with your conscious growth process. Some of it you're going to like, some of it you ain't going to like. I'm going to tell you that and I'll be honest with you right now because that's how the universe works, okay? It's going to send you the good, the bad, and the ugly. But you have to know that everything that is showing up is designed to grow you, yeah. And a great prayer that I say, with great, you know, humility, Lord, enable me to receive my blessings regardless of what form they take. Ashe, amen, yeah. And so last but not least, to round this out for your PGO, do daily gratitude prayers until you feel totally confident about your growth process. So again, just thank God. Say, God, thank you for bringing me everything I need. And I'm so grateful right now that I'm standing. I'm so grateful that, you know, I'm being breathed by you, God. You know, I mean, keep it simple. Keep it real. Do your gratitude prayers. And I promise you that you will feel much better than you may be feeling right now. Yeah. My fair quote for tonight comes from St. Augustine, who lived from 354 to 430, yes, in terms of what we call the common era time. And he was the African father of the early Catholic Church. He's considered the doctor of the church, and he was sainted. And St. Augustine says, faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. Yes, very beautiful. So, as always, I am closing out with a big thank you to my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family for, again, being so on it to, and consistent to make sure that I platform and can bring you my teachings, my wisdom every three Sundays of the month. I also want to shout out to all my regular listeners out there and especially to Miss Lynn because it was in conversation with her that I really got the download about the alchemy for going from surviving to growing. So Lynn, I can't thank you enough for doing your deep good work that would open me up to receiving that wonderful wisdom. Yes, yes, yes. To all of those who have wisdom walk with me and you know who you are, to my 
family on both coasts and, of course, in the middle of the country. I haven't forgotten about you guys out in Wisconsin. Love you, love you, love you. To my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and to those who may be listening or watching in for the first time. Thank you. Big thank you. I couldn't do this without your listenership. Now, please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, to help me grow my audience. And I will be so, so happy to see my subscription levels grow because I know then that the message is spreading. So thank you for supporting my work in this manner. Next week, I will continue my spills on alchemy for transforming trouble with transforming drifting into seeking. Yeah, I love that one. The book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, available on Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and other online booksellers. Uh, it is still out there. And can hopefully be of great service to you um, as you continue to navigate through these very overwhelming times that we are living in. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me is my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. Yes. Please have a healthy and safe water week, releasing what needs to go and embracing the unknown. Now, continue to wear your mask and or strengthen your immune system. Practice safe relating. Wash those hands frequently. Avoid perceived safety and practice science safety. And most importantly, do remember, you are not disposable. In fact, you are divine. Good night now. I hope you enjoy Convergence, and, and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.